Harry Edward Nilsson was born in Bushwick Hospital in Brooklyn at 2.15 a.m. on June 15, 1941. His father, also Harry Nilsson, and also Brooklyn-born, was 24 years old, and his occupation was listed on the birth certificate as painter. Harry Sr. was employed around the Bushwick area, close to his wife and firstborn son, but his livelihood would change dramatically after December of that same year when Pearl Harbor was attacked. As the United States entered the Second World War, Harry Nilsson Sr., like many of his countrymen, left home to take part. As young Harry was growing up, his mother told him how his father had become a CB, a member of the Naval Construction Battalions, who were recruited from the building trades in the early spring of 1942 to be posted to the Pacific. The CB training after initial enlistment was short and sharp. The men spent three weeks in boot camp, followed up by a posting to Port Wainimi in California, where, after a further six weeks of intensive instruction, they were shipped out to start work. As the years went on, stories would reach the young Harry of his father's duties in operations to clean up the islands that had been held by the Japanese, building temporary airstrips, or constructing and maintaining makeshift bases for the Marines. After leaving home, well before his son's first birthday, Harry Sr. was away from his family for the best part of two and a half years. On one of his scarce home visits, during which a photograph was taken of father and son together, the infant Harry was dressed in a matching miniature sailor suit. Such opportunities were rare, and consequently, Harry grew up deprived of regular contact with the man whose name he bore. So it is not altogether surprising that almost nothing he believed about his father was true. Harry Sr. had indeed gone away to sea, but as an ordinary merchant seaman. He had a busy time during the war years, but his life was a lot more prosaic than the fantasy career as a fighting seabee that his lonely wife invented for him, in order to convince her son that his absentee father was a hero. Harry's mother, born Elizabeth Martin and known by her family as Betty, was a housewife aged just 21 when the baby arrived. She was part of a large Irish-American family, where music and gossip, the crack, as the Irish call it, were an integral part of everyday life. She was a vibrant woman, full of laughter and tall tales, remembered by her family as the life and soul of a party. At the time of Harry's birth, she and her husband had moved away from her family home. They were living in a small apartment in a brownstone at 791 Monroe Street, in the Bedford-Stuyvesant section of Brooklyn. In the early 1940s, North Brooklyn was in a state of decline. There were considerable social problems, and these were beginning to be exacerbated by a dramatic shift in the racial and class balance of the area. The pre-war Jewish population was moving out, and many African Americans and Latinos from the overcrowded areas of Harlem were moving in, given the availability of plenteous, well-built, albeit shabby, housing stock. The entire community, new and old, suffered from poverty and petty crime. In the months leading up to Harry's birth, four Catholic churches in the area canceled their evening services because of the danger to the congregation making their way to and from church after dark. Residents complained of the robberies, gambling, assaults, and criminal acts of all sorts that take place.